Hello and welcome. It's me, Derek. I'm Derek, and this is Stop Skeletons from Podcasting, episode uh, 69 plus one. It's 70, episode 70. Uh, you know, we're going to get to 75, and that'll be cool. That'll be a cool episode number, right? I don't know. But that's whatever. You were here, and you were listening to a podcast. It's me, Derek. And I'm Grace, the Mudflat Monster. <laughs> Slash master. The master. Uh, oh, I'm the oh, master of the mud flat. Uh, almost dying in a mud flat <laughs> with your mother. With my mommy. Uh, so it is uh, June 20th, 2022 right now. It is 6 uh, 20, 2022. I like all the twos. Uh, I'm going to point that out every time I can for this whole year. And uh, we just got back from a trip to Alaska. Mm-hmm. Alaska. Where. Um, and you know what? You know who else was th- in Alaska recently? Who's that? Um, this. Minor spoilers. Season of Stranger Things. Is it really? Oh, okay. Yeah, they they. It's actually really hilarious when they go to Alaska and it's just she's like, "Welcome to Alaska," and there's like a blizzard. It's oh, of great. course, yeah. It's oh, nice. yeah, and Happy Juneteenth. Thank you, better. Yeah, it's a uh, Juneteenth. I think was technically yesterday. Yeah. And also Happy Father's Day. Shout out to pops. Shout out to all the dads out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but also we went to the we wanted to go to check on the PO box today and we couldn't because it was closed. Because the PO box post, post office was closed. We, but that's great. You know what? Good holiday. You know what? It worked out because I I was able to get some spam masubi from my favorite Hawaiian restaurant. Okay, there you go. So there we go. It all worked out. You know what? It all worked out. Thank you, Juneteenth. (laughs) Um, let's see. We got back from our trip to Alaska. This this really since the last time uh, we should talk talk about our Alaskan adventure. Yeah, we did the podcast, and then we had to crunch to get the video ready out for uh, editing. Mm-hmm. Which, also, if you're on the Patreon, you probably read all about that mm-hmm. in the State of the Skeleton blog, yeah. which I wrote. Yeah, that's an, a new feature to the uh, Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, is well, Yeah, we're having these updates. No update last week because we were in Alaska for the majority of the time between the last two podcasts. Yeah. Um, and uh, we had some fun. We walked. Um, I don't know if people know this. I'm just jumping right into it. Ghost- Bam. So do it. Anchorage, Alaska is a on the beach. It's a coastal town. And it's literally on the ridge, an anchor ridge, perhaps you could say. <laughs> and um, on for some reason, there's like a special quality about beaches in Alaska. I'm not sure if it's a Pacific Northwest thing. I haven't really experienced it down around where we live mm. in the greater Seattle area. But there are some sands that are mud that is near uh the beach or Mm -hmm. basically is part of the tide that it looks like a solid piece of ground when you look at it nope but um when you step on it it's kind of like jello and if you step on it in just the right way you'll it's it's quicksand it is just literally like you will go down (laughs) you will go down growing up i mean we, we talked about this at the time but like it felt like growing up uh they always talked about there was every year some tourist or some couple of tourists will go out on the mud flaps and die. Um, because <laughs> there, like, we have so many urban legends yeah. about mud flats. Like one of my favorites is the one about the couple that just got married, and for some reason they decided to drive their just married truck. In my in the story I've heard, it's a truck oh, okay. that has like the cans on it, and then they go out onto the mud flats and they die <laughs> till death do they part. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's also the classic one of someone going into the mudflats, and then when they were being rescued, they had to put they put a rope around their torso. Yeah, and then it 
like you know you can imagine what happens they pulled next. them out but they, not all of they them. pulled half they pulled half of them out <laughs> let's just say that that's yeah. the other fun story I, I heard a story about they were trying <laughs> to get this guy out uh and the tide was coming in and they had like they gave him like snorkels and stuff but fun fact about anchorage alaska in that area uh and um uh, i guess they would call the municipality the municipality of anchorage um they, it has like one of the fastest and deepest tides in the world Mm-hmm. So it, it is literally, you'll be like, oh man, look at this cool mud flap. And then suddenly an ocean will appear underneath you. And, and, and it is literally like your ankles are stuck. And by the time anyone notices, and then, you know, helicopters and whatnot get there, it's up to your waist. Like it's, that's what, so, that's, and that's what that's my dad would tell me. Like, son, yeah. don't go out there. The so kids it, don't go out there. It is part of this like urban legend thing. And so it was actually pretty funny. This uh, trip to Alaska, I have been kind of considering it one of my last because my um, parents uh, just retired, so they're prop likely moving out of Alaska very soon. And while Derek still has family in Alaska, they do come and visit Seattle often. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, why? Yeah. I'll never go back again. So I, I kind of this was <laughs> this was a big bucket list trip, basically. And I got to <laughs> knock almost dying, and I, I didn't almost die. I, I feel. so you you and your mom got stuck up to your uh your knees apparently. Yes, and it was so funny. It was I need to watch the Princess Bride. First of all, but it felt like that movie where it was like my mom. So my mom is just having this little old adventure. She's just like walking around. We're tide pooling in Homer, Alaska, which is another. It's a tiny beach town. Very cute. If you ever go to Alaska in the summer, I recommend going there. But we're we're there because it happens to be because it's the summer solstice and all that stuff. Yeah. The shot. I don't even know how, how to say this, but the most the best tide in the entire world i don't know it's like yeah. the farthest out tide so you yeah, can go it's like the deepest and fastest tide it's one of the deepest and fastest tides in the world I've so told. so the most beach was exposed that is to be exposed basically so you can go and there's little you know pockets of water that are left behind and you can look at starfish and there was even some octopus and like really cool sea critters if you're into that i am not into that <laughs> i wanted to throw up the entire time but it's fine not into i am it. aggressively not into that but i'm i'm there to support the family <laughs> It's okay. And um, the so my mom is just out like toddling around in our little like Walmart rain boots that are three sizes too big because it's all we had. They had. Yeah. She I don't know. Something happens. She slips down. She immediately starts waving her arms and struggling. And I'm just like, and I'm the nearest to her. So I'm like, oh, no. So I go up to help my mom and she's still struggling. And I'm like, Mom, you know, please stop struggling. And then I try to lift her up. And right as I do that, I start sinking into the mud flats. Which is like literally what happens in quicksand. It is literally like, I'm struggling to remember what happens in The Princess Bride. Like, No, she just, she just takes a step and then falls immediately into uh, lightning sand. And, with, and she just like plummets. And then... Like, oh yeah okay yeah is, this was much more of a traditional quicksand experience you're thinking of blazing saddles am i do they have that in, that the, in the very beginning yeah in the very beginning i know in the 80s quicksand was a much bigger <laughs> you know, deal than yeah it ended up being john, john Mulaney, <laughs> i think has a joke where he talked about like growing up i thought quicksand was gonna be a way bigger part of my life yeah and i i had basically i've heard that joke i i was i had kind of resigned myself to the fact that quicksand would not be something i'd ever experience and then lo and behold i'm trapped in like the weirdest gackiest of mud 
Yeah. <laughs> and and luckily um, my own dread pilot Res- Wesley aka my dad came and dad. got us out. I'm glad that I wasn't there cuz I would have been <laughs> You would have lost you. I would have been so mad at you. <laughs> Instead I d- I just saw pictures of like oh we got mud up to our, up to our knees. I really wish someone LOL. had taken a picture. <laughs> no you did. Someone sent a No, but while we were in the mud. I think Oh ev- yeah, you're about to die. Let's take a everyone, selfie. Everyone was too freaked out about it Good. happening. <laughs> Good. And we were, and to be, it wasn't, it was hilarious. But to be fair, we were only trapped for probably like three minutes tops. Like, and. Fastest tie in the world, Grace. Fastest tie fastest in the world. Fastest tie. When was it? It was like nine in the morning, like nine. It was around the point when the tide was going to start coming back when we got stuck. Yeah. But we were fine. We were fine. Yeah, I know. It was fine. It was fine. Uh, Don't uh, talk about it. It was fine. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's pointed out in the chat. Ooh. Um, Alaska was actually a little warmer than it was here in uh, the Pacific Northwest. Much sunnier. Sunnier and warmer. That's because uh, this little pocket of the country right now is like one of the few places in this West Coast that is not like in a severe drought. Um, Slash heat wave. Yeah. So which is something we've complained about before. But at this point, I I, I feel like we should be grateful. Yeah, exactly. I I wasn't aware, (laughs) aware of how the rest of the West Coast and most of the country was doing, so I'll stop complaining about how it's so cold outside and wet outside. Yeah, uh, we should that should be more wet and coldness should be going around elsewhere. We'll go. We'll um, go swimming tomorrow. How's that? Yeah, I'll feel better about that. <laughs> to make it about, about real. But um, I think Alaska. I think we had a really successful Alaska trip. We saw. I mean, oh, our our plane got delayed because a bear ran onto the. Yeah. Uh, tarmac, or so they claimed. I mean, it's that's like, what the pilot said. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't um, know. I uh... everyone got a giggle out of that. <laughs> I've I've lived I've lived in Alaska for a long time and traveled in and out quite often. Never heard that one. That yeah, that one's never happened to me before. But that's pretty pretty good. Uh... I mean, whether or not that actually happened, <laughs> like listen, it's like. You might not think the joke is funny, but if the crowd's laughing, then the comedian's doing the job. Everybody in the co- everybody in the plane, like, is a lot. There was a, a noticeable giggle, whether or not that was actually true. Everyone laughed. Everyone was having a good time. Yeah, so good it. on that pilot for either <laughs> uh, lying or man, it was crazy that that happened. Um. Yeah, we got we went hiking late, which was cool. It is so. I know people talk about this oh, yeah. all the time, but it really is light bright i mean yeah so I, like midnight out there so it's so easy to solstice wreck your is, sleep schedule yeah, yeah the solstice is as we're recording tomorrow uh but basically yeah around this time of year for a good like four to five weeks in alaska um the sun doesn't really set like yeah. it goes down and then just kind of like reappears in the west you know like or wait east oh crap i forget where does the sun set sunsets in the west and rises in the east yes it just kind of appears on the other side of the mountains basically <laughs> Um, and it's, it's, it never truly gets dark. And, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, we were hiking and I remember looking at, uh, at the weather app and it was like sunsets at 1130 and then rises at 430. But I think it was like midnight or one o'clock when we finally went to bed and it was like, yeah, this is, it looks like the sun is still setting. That was the thing I had to get used to when I moved down to the Pacific Northwest was sunsets actual sunsets the sun gets to a point and then it goes and actually sets down there's actually there's actually a thing that is a sunset there's a moment in the day where the sun starts to move very fast and it sets in alaska that doesn't happen the sun is just kind of always in a slow movement Mm -hmm. and that was weird that it's like oh it's getting dark and then it's dark 
You don't get that in Alaska. It's just slowly getting dark. At least during the summer. This is the time to do it, man. This is the time to go. It really uh, it's is. awesome. Um, uh, the winter time, though, you get the it's, opposite. It's honestly like euphoric. I really recommend anyone to go during the summer because it, it really is just like, like, woo, let's do everything kind of a vibe, at least for me. And then, you know, winter, of course, is like devastating depression. But if you're if you're one of those people who's just very affected by the sun and for some reason you aren't going to a fun beach playground or yeah. whatever go go to alaska mm-hmm. i don't know you'll see some moose we all we saw baby moose meese frolicking i took one of those pictures where i'm like holding a moose on a plate yeah there's a moose. <laughs> I'll, I'll post <laughs> yeah. i'll post that in the the show notes for this because it's a cute picture all right so that that basically sums everything up for alaska we ate pizza Oh, I have my stuck in the mud flats. I, I met some old high school friends. I had a high school reunion. Oh, party. right, that's why we went. <laughs> yeah, that was that was <laughs> not, honestly not the reason for me why to I have went, a yeah. life or death experience. Uh, it was great because, like, I went to my old high school, but like the uh, the the hall where they shoved all the seniors, um, they tore that down and rebuilt it right after senior uh, locker cleanout. Mm-hmm. So basically. Before I even technically graduated, they tore down like that was actually where uh, the teacher I used to hang out with or the teacher's room I used to hang out with uh, in, in, in lunch got tore down. So it was like I hadn't gone back inside the high school since bef- like before I graduated, because why would I? It was all gone. And I, and I guess it was kind of fun walking through there again. Hallways seemed not quite as as tall as I remember. <laughs> Everything seemed a little smaller, but they also had completely redone my entire high school. So I was like, all right, well, all my memories are gone. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it seemed like it was maybe a, a better place. There's another high school on that side of town now, um, only about like 10 miles away. So uh, all the relocatables are gone. And there were far fewer lockers. So that's the halls were bigger. Good for them. And there's fewer kids. So it probably would have been a better experience <laughs> to go uh, after I graduated. But you know, then I went and saw some, 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 we ought to we, we do a party for graduation reunion and those. I was kind of fun seeing some people. And you, you just walked around and said, where is the time gone? Yeah. Over and over again. Yeah. What's all this? We all then? have facial hair now. Oh. Some of us have lost weight. Some of us have gained weight. Some of us had kids. Some of us got dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then we came home uh, and we came home and yeah, we kind of. Oh, and I, I do want to apologize for anyone listening. I did get some sort of cold while I was on the plane or something. Um, and if you can hear me me sniffling, that's why. I know that's not super fun to listen to, but yeah. hey, it's what we got. It's what we're dealing with. We all dealing with it right now. Yeah. So uh, and you, you, I'm you, just slightly more nasally than usual. Oh, see, the, the chat's saying they can't even tell. They can't even tell. Yeah, you're fine. I'm. An appropriate amount of nasally. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we did while we were in Alaska? Uh, and this is what you can do while you're in Alaska. Is go to a place called the Beartooth Theater Pub. Anybody who knows anything about Anchorage knows about the Beartooth or the Moose's Tooth. Um, it is a pub theater place where you can go and see a movie, which used to be for cheap. They've actually raised the prices now. It was like a dollar theater or a $3 theater. But you can get a beer, you can get a pizza, and then you, you order those things. You tell them where your seat is. You go and sit down. And you watch the movie and they just bring you beer and and soda and pizza. It's awesome. It's it's one of oh, the things. Oh, and it's also like, a brewery. So it's, it's good beer. Yeah, and they make their own beer. They make their own root beer. Yeah. It's really it's a it's amazing. Go, and we, go to Moose's, go to go to Bear Tooth, get a 
get a, a root beer freeze and tell them Derek sent you. Because the root beer freeze is one of the most delicious things on the goddamn planet. God, I love a root beer I, it, it's, it's just vanilla, ice cream, and root beer. But somehow it's like this magical concoction that's just like more than the sum of its parts. But we saw Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Mm-hmm. We saw a matinee. We did. I dragged my entire family there. I feel kind of bad <laughs> for your dad. Well, I don't because, because- I, I sat him down before the movie and explained the greater Sonic... <laughs> metaverse to him yeah i'll tell you what i did so he he was not lost i I saw sonic 2 i'll tell you what i did not do Hmm. i did not watch the entirety of the two-part arlo special where i did not watch both of arlo's videos his reviews uh, his reviews his 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 hour-long rant review and then his response to the response of that video i watched like the first like 10 20 minutes of both of them <laughs> and i was like all right i get it <laughs> um i liked that movie there was some stuff that i thought was kind of cringy and kind of do we want to do like a lights spoiler light review uh i just want to say that I, I feel like there are people that didn't did not like the sonic movies and that's fine i think what i feel like what some people miss with those movies is the, yo they're kids movies like I, for all of the jokes and, and kind of moments that I thought were kind of cringy and bad, lots of dancing, <laughs> a couple of dancing scenes that I thought were like, ugh. but then every time I felt that like kind of urge to cringe, I could just imagine a sea of like second and third graders laughing their ass off and losing their mind. And I saw like spaced invaders and, you know, suburban commando in theaters. And I recall laughing my ass off to Ernest goes to jail. Right. Um, these these movies aren't for me. There are some. I thought there was some clever. There jokes. there were some things that were for you. Yes. In the movie, like they you know references to the instruction manual. Um, bean, you mean bean. Mean the mean there's, the coffee shop being called, called, called mean bean. Yeah. Stuff like that. There's a scene where a guy shows up and he rips his shirt off and he puts his arms out to reveal on his chest a tattoo of him standing with his arms out. In that pose. In that pose, in that T pose. Like, that, that was a hilarious joke. Not necessarily for you, I, but, but it was a good joke. But I was like, that's one, I was like, oh, I think I leaned, leaned over to Grace and was like, that's a clever fucking joke. Wow, that's really good. Yeah. The tattoo joke, and then they dance around for, it's, it's one of those dance scenes and it's like. Yeah, be, be aware yeah. there are some dance battles. There's definitely a um, silly montage of, oh, Look at me doing crazy Home Alone type yeah, activities. That part but, in particular. You know, that's whatever. You know, there was the whole like. I thought it was overall really cute. The B plot funny. about like the wedding was like, what the fuck are we doing? And then they actually tied it really well together. Mm-hmm. I thought um, I still think that Jim Carrey is like absolutely at his best. There's I don't think there's anybody in the world that can do do what what he does with Robotnik in this in these movies than, than him mm-hmm. it's like he just absolutely turns to a cartoon character he goes full he I mean he uh, does uh, Jim Carrey he does like the mask yeah, style but, yeah Jim it's, Carrey. Like Ace, it's like seeing Ace him Ventura, go back to Ace yeah. Ventura like I guess I have I guess I kind of you know he carries his carriousness basically and <laughs> and that is something that either will work for you or it will extremely not work for you I guess I just like I, at the end of the day <laughs> and for me it worked it was a little long and there were some plot points. I'm like, what? Wait, what? Okay, and I was like, and I was like, yeah, it's for kids. Yeah. Kids movie. Um, o- overall, you know, God, there's the part where the the police guy is walking away from the camera, and he and he, he has his phone. And he goes, he goes, oh, yeah, cancel my five o'clock at Olive Garden. 
which is a great callback to all the weird Olive Garden talk in the first movie. Great, clever way to bring that in. I, don't, I just, there's... there's a yeah, lot. the product placement in this one was a lot more subtle. Yeah. I will say that. Although I, I really loved the... I actually really enjoyed the product placement in the last movie. I felt like they did it in a way that was more fun than, um, you know, your average... We Everything we watch... It has product placement in yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm watching a music video for Beyonce, whatever. Oh, yeah, and There's Beats, Beats headphones. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? Like, I think for a lot of things, you can ignore I mean, it. We advertise on our videos ourselves. I guess, yeah, in a different... In a different... In I guess a in a different way. way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, these... I, I enjoyed it that it was actually worked into a plot point <laughs> in yeah. the first movie. I thought that was very funny. Um, in I, this movie, it's a more of a traditional yeah, product I, I felt situation. In but. the first one, it was so kind of like naked. And and then to me, I was always reminded like, oh, this is a kid's movie. This is for kids. And then kind of all this like, oh, Amazon's going to have this. We're going to go to Olive Garden. It just kind of felt like a little gross. I think that was something I really didn't like about the first one. Just like, hey, this is for kids, man. Come on. You can't just be so. Okay. This is coming from the guy who, from in about five minutes, we're going to talk about how much you love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So <laughs> that I mean, that ship has sailed, bro. Also, I'm hey, sorry, I, I didn't get any money. The from Clinton it. administration and the Reagan administration failed us yeah. <laughs> in that regard. Uh, so no, that was Bush. That was Bush. The Bush. Yeah. Um. But we've like, been failed. Listen, I didn't get any money for it, but like I was telling you to go out and buy Doom sixty four, and I hope you did because I I really it's like it's. <laughs> You know, you're all right, fair, fair, Grace. Um, but yo, uh, we are working on kind of a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles style ish. We're, we're working on a video that's going to have some TMNT in it. And while we were in Alaska, they announced and released uh, Shredder's Revenge. Yeah. And uh, man, I, I actually I just downloaded it on Game Pass. Yeah. This we, is not a product placement for yeah. Game Pass. Oh, yeah. That's another <laughs> advertisement galore. Have you yeah. heard the good news, Derek, about Game Pass? It's a good value. <laughs> There's reason to suspect that maybe the long-term effects of it on the industry are not great, but it's a good value. It for is your a good money. value. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh. So we we downloaded Shredder, and then I went and took a nap because I was so tired. Yeah. I was like, boop, all my work for today. And um, just downloaded. Yeah, I I've watched some videos. I've read some things. It, I, I I was already really excited about Shredder's Revenge. Uh, near as I can tell, they fucking did it. Kind of the, the consensus is they did it. Guys, it's back and they did it. I'm kind of, it, it, it almost kind of feels like when Doom 16 came out. Because it was, I guess there was, there was like no hype for that game when it came out. Because everybody was pushing, uh, Bethesda, like for some reason, we've was been like, hurt. multiplayer, was push the multiplayer. We've been and, hurt too many times by reboots. Yeah, exactly. Know? No, and then like, I just remember like, I, playing it myself for like about five it was one of those games doom 16 was one of those games like within five minutes i was like oh this is one of the greatest games i've ever played just, just oh they yeah and i think i i put it in in the video we did and i might have even tweeted that they did it they did it and so I mean, for I'm, every doom 16 there is a bomberman zero yeah <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> like we we've been or, or, actually for every doom 16 there is a bomberman zero a bionic commando rearmed and a mighty number nine and five other games i can't even think of right now or maybe there is <laughs> like, a tmnt turtles in time reshelled yes which is yeah. not bad but just like really just pretty forgettable forgettable and, and fine i was yep. actually thinking about a lot of the uh, uh like oh rearmed the, was the good one i'm sorry yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, Rearmed was the good one. I'm sorry, everybody. Buying a commando 
period was the remake. Um, oh, right. Okay. I get the confused. That, I mean, yeah, it's whatever. Okay. Uh, my number one was, job on this so podcast many... is forgetting the correct name. Of things, I was so. thinking about like, you know, the 360, we, you know, and, and that era had so many like fine, but forgettable remakes. A boy in his blob. Oh my God. I, For the week. A boy in his blob might, might be the most aggressively mediocre game I've ever played. <laughs> I, I, there's nothing really wrong with it. But it's just I you could not pay me to play that game. I think I've literally fallen asleep trying to play that game. We almost we almost We've, made a, a video for that one or we tried to before I tried to make getting a video so aggressively about it. bored. I, I made a try to make a video about it like back in like the HVGN days, and then I think when we were starting Stop Skeleton, so I was like, hey, you should try doing this one. And also because I was like, hey, this is a it's, it's a puzzle game. You don't you know, it's not Shatterhand, you know, it isn't Facts Anadu where you have to kind of uh, uh, be good at NES games. You can just kind of. I was like, "Yeah, this is a perfect one for you, Grace." Boy, is Bob go for it? And you came back to me. and You were like, "Yeah, this is I, I can't, I can't." But also, there was a uh, Rocket Knight, which I thought was fine. But I'll be honest, I haven't gone back and played since that came out. Uh, the Burger Time World Tour. Uh, yeah, Bomberman. Like there are a lot of cripes. Even like Mega Man Ten. I would say Mega or Man 11. Uh, Mega Man 9 and 10. Well, Mega Man 9 was one of the exceptions because it was fucking phenomenal. I thought that Mega Man 10 was fine. Fine. I don't know. I, 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 that's been a controversial statement. But, you know, yeah. Um, but I guess we do. There is a different so standard now. I mean, the biggest example being all the Resident Evil remaster remakes oh, yeah, are that's, phenomenal. We have had a slew of very great remakes lately they're coming fewer and far between but when they come they're you know worth it Mm -hmm. um i wonder if you could even put metroid other m in that league because mother m other m is not i've I've barely played it of good or bad it it, it has extremely bad parts to it Mm -hmm. i would almost say silent hill shattered memories is probably a better example because there are parts of that game that i really 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 love and there are parts that I really, really do, do not love a, a lot. Super, <laughs> superly don't love. I I want to finish that game to this day. Like there are parts of it again that I I really enjoyed. I refuse to play the Wii version anymore. Yeah. Like I, no, it's just not happening. Basically, I need to give up on that dream. I can't pass like the first yeah. wiggle section. <laughs> like the first time you have to run away from monsters, or the second time I just die so many times. I yeah. won't. I, no more. It's, no, the story and everything is great. The lighting effects are awesome. I think it actually is a really good kind of like using the first game as a jumping off point and then kind of going. So the ending is devastating and really good. There's a fantastic twist at the end. I will never experience the ending unless yeah. we get the PlayStation oh, 2 version. <laughs> yeah. Should, and also the PS2 version is really expensive. We is just, it? No. It is because it, it was mainly a Wii game. And I think it's like <sighs> a like. Silent Hill Origin. Also Did it come PS2. out in like 2007? Yeah. So like super late. Super yeah. late. And there's like, it's sort of like $100, $300. We should just emulate that. Um, that sounds fine. But yeah, I'm, you know, I'm excited to get on this Shredder's, Re- Shredder's Revenge. Uh, um, I'm also. Uh, yeah, we probably will really do that get tonight. Some Cowabunga. Yeah. Also the Cowabunga collection. It's like we didn't. I didn't plan on this. Uh, this Konami Brawlers delisted featuring two TMNT games. I didn't. I, I figured like. 
it was probably a good time to start working on that video. I didn't think it was going to coincide so perfectly with Shredder's Revenge. Um, but uh, I just kind of worked on this video because like, hey, it's going to be a nice kind of quick, short, fun, nostalgia video uh, to kind of get us back in the groove. And then it's turning out to be maybe a good time to put this video. Actually, maybe we're behind the time. I th- we're probably behind. The time. Right, we probably, you probably you missed know it. But... It's the time. It's fine. Yeah. It's done when it's done. Uh, do you want to talk about the Capcom updates, man? Because, uh, I mean, there was the state of play where they announced the Resident Evil 4 uh, remake that we talked about last time, but then actually Resident or uh, Capcom had a proper I was literally, kind of E3 I, presentation I was thingy. literally trapped in a mud flat when this happened, <laughs> so I don't know anything that's going on. Oh, oh yeah, I think I texted you, but you were too busy not dying. Gallivanting. Uh, <laughs> yo, so Resident Evil Village is going to get... Um, uh, some DLC, and uh, I think the big one is uh, oh good, good for her. It's called Rose's Shadow, where uh, you're, it's many, many years later. I guess this is a bit of a, a spoiler, but like you know, the, the the plot of Resident Evil Village is you are trying to save your daughter Rose, and in the end of the game, we see her grown up. Uh, and the implication that I took away from the ending was that like, oh man, so Resident Evil Nine is going to be you playing as Rose. The implication I took is that she got better. She did. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she she was oh, in man. five pieces, oh. but she got better. Fuck, that, that that game is so fucking. <laughs> but I, I guess this uh, uh, DLC is gonna be you playing as Rose, you know, all as a, as a grown up uh, or a teen, going back to the village and doing what have you. It looks like that's what's gonna be happening. Uh, also, more mercenaries mode where you can play as um, Chris, uh, 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 Lady D, and Heisenberg. Um, and more importantly, the thing everyone actually cares about, there is going to be more Resident Evil coming to Dead by Daylight. And if it's not, if it's not Lady D, I'm going to lose my mind again. Yeah. More losing of my mind. Well, hold on. Because so Resident Evil 8 Village is coming to PSVR 2. Okay. Also, there's going to be a third person mode, basically like a, you know, a Resident Evil 4 or Resident Evil 2 and 3 remake style of game we can i guess we could see we, we, we get to see ethan's face mm-hmm. uh i will be very interested to play uh the house beneviento part oh um, that, yeah but like yo house beneviento playing that in like full ass vr yo wow man that sounds fucking terrifying and i want to do it um i i really liked resident evil 8 and i i played the shit out of it when it came out and i haven't touched it really since um I'd be excited to go back and play it, but I'm also mm-hmm. excited. I have already, in anticipation, scooped up copies of Resident Evil 7, 2, and 3 for Xbox One because <laughs> uh, uh, it's, we're gonna we're gonna get a we're gonna get a Series X. I decided that, like really of the two, PS5 versus Series X, I really want to get a Series X, and so um, I'm looking. They're also for, a bit more available right now. They are, yeah. Um, I uh, had to get a little bit of footage for the. Uh, you're not. You're not going to get a Samsung TV instead. No. A giant Samsung smart TV. I will w- listen. <laughs> we're getting there. That's that's unfortunately probably the future of gaming. What Grace is talking about was Samsung TVs. Like you can get an uh, Xbox Game Pass app, or is it just the Xbox app? I, I don't even know. But then you just like hook up a controller to your TV and you just stream games off of your TV. Which is probably where they, which I feel like that is where this industry wants to go. It's, yeah. Is they don't even want to sell you machines anymore. They just sell you, they just like beef up their streaming service and then do a Netflix style thing. Uh, 
But then again, infrastructure, internet infrastructure in uh, this country in particular, is terrible. So uh, even in a place like Seattle here, uh, it's not good. So I don't see that happening for a while. Yeah, I'm, it's not clear to me how it works, but I believe it is 100% streaming. I don't think you download any games at all to your TV, exactly. which would make it more of a Zebo HD2 situation, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Luigi64 says. But yeah, it's, you know... We're, we're, I guess it's it's happening. I don't know. I sort of want, this is a total side topic, but I kind of oh. want to buy a projector for, we we have like a, an entire, like the side of our wall that our bed faces. It's just basically blank. Like I, we did a basically. puzzle and I, I framed a puzzle and put it there, but it's basically blank. What if I just buy a projector and then hook things up and, uh, then, like, and then my like life is, my life's finally fixed. I would like never get out of bed. I would just I already have a trouble getting out of bed already. <laughs> like even even like on a day off, like I, I I don't feel bad about sleeping in super late. Mm-hmm. But if it's like two, three o'clock in the mo- like in the afternoon and I'm still in bed and I haven't showered yet, I just feel like I'm wasting my whole life. Yeah. And I feel like if we had Would you we, still feel that way if you could be watching oh my, if we could bring awesome like, games done quick for yeah, Dead Space again. Wait, wait, you too. If yeah, we, yeah, we had if, <laughs> in, in making I already have my phone. <laughs> uh which is like a big screen already for watching uh, you know, YouTube and Netflix yeah. and, and the like. You're gonna it's, lose all your grip strength because we'll just be watching things it's on It's bad enough already. <laughs> um but anyway, yeah, no, lots of good Resident Evil news. Yeah. Uh, I'm one, I'm looking forward to playing these games and good, uh, good for them. 60 FPS and 4K and all that stuff. <laughs> I don't know why that's my reaction. Good for them. Oh, I guess because Reverse a- is coming up. Apparently, the Reverse is they're, they're, it's coming back for real. I guess. Oh, this says coming back. Uh huh. Okay. I believe it when I fucking see it. Just they. Sh- I don't know. The, the, I, I was gonna say, why don't why don't they just license their characters out to other people <laughs> to make games? But you mean Dead by Daylight? I mean, <laughs> so on. I, I wait. Was there actually an? But what if we could have House Beneviento inside of Dead by Daylight, dude, Derek? Dude, dude, I know. Dude. Oh, what if they have a new Dead by Daylight has a new villain and it's just the baby, and it's not like Lady D. It's. Or Rose, what? it's just five pieces of a baby's body that no, chases the big, you. The, yeah, the, the big fucking crazy mo- baby monster in the house being uh, that eats you. They actually kind of did just launch a a, oh. a character that looks a lot like that. The like, Eldritch, the Eldritch who, Horror who character. Like I don't remember their name. In sort the... of eats you and kind of like opens, <laughs> up, opens its maw and reveals some kind of void and then it, yep, it grabs it, you and it welcomes you into, you into it. its void. Yeah. Yes. Um... <laughs> Can't actually, wait for the dating sim. I was actually going to say, Grace, uh, you were talking about Tunic last time, but you got no time for Tunic. No. Because it is uh, it is June, and that is the Dead by Daylight anniversary <laughs> month. Yeah, uh, me and um, Leanna from, or actually Crime Matina, yeah. have been playing Madden it McMuscles. obsessively. Yeah, we're, we're back in it. I mean, it's... It's I, fun. I'm having fun. We, uh, we, got, we got into... Dead by Daylight when uh, the Silent Hill stuff happened right before the fourth anniversary. Mm-hmm. And I remember when we were playing it, it was like, this is a neat game. It was, it's fun. It's different. And it just kind of felt like this weird game that was just like holding on. Somehow still had an audience and a really dedicated fan base. But now that we're in year six, like at what point is this game like sort of becoming like the Elder Statesman? At what point is Dead it by Daylight? Is. Yeah, is Dead by Daylight now kind of like the old man on campus? Like they're like, they're the old 
Like, well, I, like, I kind of feel like right now there are some rumblings of games that are like asymmetrical horror multiplayer games that well, are trying a, to come up. E- Evil Dead just dropped. Yeah, Evil Dead. There's also, I guess, like, what was this called? Like, Phantasm? What was that game? Phantasmagoria? I don't know. You know the one. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't, actually, I don't know what you're it talking about. It was kind of a... Oh, okay. It's, people well, are going to be screaming Well, there was, like, there was the Friday the 13th game. Yeah, that, Friday the 13th. This is so... There was that other multiplayer game that wasn't a versus multiplayer game, but the one where you have... Um, you're trying to find ghosts inside of a house or whatever, and it was called... Like, oh, uh, yeah, yes, yes. Fan, 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 phantasmophobia? Yeah, phantasmophobia. yeah, something like that. So there... I, I feel like since... In particular, the Evil Dead game launched, which I haven't played, but I feel like Dead by Daylight has been a little bit more proactive on we're going to do things that fix the game versus we're releasing more ugly cosmetics, which is good because there there are a lot of problems with the game, especially with lag. Yeah. And there are different um, things that just have not like the leveling up system has not aged well now that there's 60 bajillion characters to go through and whatever but it is nice this time of year a lot of people are playing where you were getting into games like bam 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 so fast like really the dead by daylight experiences you play a game and then either you win you lose whatever happens and then you wait for a game 5 10 15 20 minutes sometimes <laughs> like that's that's the dead by daylight experiences you you spend more time waiting for games and hearing mm-hmm. and listening to that do 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 song playing over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, but that wasn't the case this weekend, man. Well, it's like they they really go nuts with like you, you get so many free uh, items and stuff. You get extra blood points. You know, mm-hmm. they really incentivize you to play. Yeah, they. But have it's they literally ha- like stuff like that? It's literally just they're psychologically trying to make you form a habit <laughs> where yeah. you just play it, you know, more and more, and it's I don't know. Uh, but I'm we, enjoying it right now. I, so, I mostly just enjoy playing with my friend Leannis, and she is off in another time zone. I don't get to talk to her all the time. Yeah. Uh, and is Capcom going to do some more stuff? Because they already got Leon. No, they got no. They, no, they they yeah, so they, they did officially announce that they're going to do more Resident Evil, but they haven't come okay. out with more yet. I very dearly hope it goes better than last time because last time was an absolute wreck that was around the time actually when we stopped playing because that is the reason i stopped playing because it it totally broke the game and uh they had to like they released these maps and then immediately had to take take them down so i've barely played in the um raccoon city police department because the map was so broken we mean you said you broke the game like it was just like balance wise broken no i mean like literally there were so many glitches and bugs and Mm, things just weren't working I mean, on top of the glitches and bugs that are already <laughs> all over yeah, the place. <laughs> that's the thing is when we were, we were playing a couple of years ago, it was like, yeah, this game is barely stitching together. And when it when it's when it's working, it's great. Yeah. Like the game is there and they're constantly tweaking it. And it seems like an incredible fan base is there to uh, to let them know when they don't like shit. Um, it's just kind of crazy how long this game has been around because it just it only if when the dating sim was announced. Uh, a couple months ago, I felt like that was the way that that made headlines around on my feed and, and, and on websites I go to it sort of felt like, oh, is Dead by Daylight like a thing? Like it's a thing. You know, it's like people are still out there playing for honor, but not a whole lot of headlines for, for honor. You get a lot of headlines for, uh, uh, you know, maybe some Destiny, maybe Rainbow Six Siege. 
I feel like it's like on that level of like, you know, at its peak, it was not Destiny. It was not Rainbow Six. Uh, but it's like now that everything's kind of like even now the dust is settled. You go on Twitch. There's still thousands and thousands and thousands of people that are watching that game mm-hmm. six years in. And yeah, I kind of had this moment of realizing this game's kind of like kind of reached this like official legendary uh, kind of state. Probably. Yeah, it's good. I like it. Are you going to go back to Tunic though? Gosh, probably not. In the meantime, has it been long enough that you just kind of? I've forgotten just, how to play. <laughs> it's been, and you're at that really hard weeks. boss fight still, right? Yeah, I guess I can just turn on, you know, you can't die mode and just do it that way. Oh, okay, that would be man. fine. So I, I could do that. It's just that I'm at this point. I'm kind of like I want to play Shredder's Revenge. I want to play more Dead by Daylight. I actually the game I want to play the most right now that oh, I just not. I'm not sure it's worth it. Is I really want to play the Quarry. Which is that new um, horror game made by the Hun- Until Dawn people? Yeah, is that super massive? Yeah, I think so. Because Super Giant made Hades and Bastion, but Super this is a super massive game. Yes, yeah, okay. yeah. So it's one of those mocap, choose your own adventure, yeah, kill people games, and it's oh man, I love Until Dawn, yeah, so much. And I'm this looks like a real return to form for them. This is a, a massive looking game, but I'm I'm not sure. It's like a seventy dollars. I want to play it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Have to wait on that one. Yeah. Oh, actually, um, Pi in the chat, Pi nineteen ninety eight eight. Any opinions on the Dead Space remake and uh the Callisto Protocol? Callisto Protocol looks awesome. Yeah. I, I, he, all right. So much more excited about that than I am about any sort of remake, to be honest. Especially, I'll, I mean, I will play anything that looks or is Dead Space. I will have opinions on that, but sure. like. The first Dead Space, and I said I said this on Twitter, and I, I still stand by this. The first Dead Space is like this weird conundrum of it's like it is the most and least necessary remake of all time because that first Dead Space game holds up remarkably well. For a game that came out in 2008, it holds up remarkably well. However, I will always play more Dead Space, and I'm I don't think anyone was really happy how that series ended. Um, half of Dead Space Three was great. Yeah, ha- that it. And it was I fr- kind of a bummer. I never actually finished ending. it because the second half we were on the ice planet, I was just like, I just got bored and it was just done. Yeah. <laughs> There's only so many gauntlets you can go through before you're like, yeah. eh, just need a new level design. Um, I, I didn't really even realize that uh, Callisto Protocol was by the Dead Space people. At first, I just saw the trailer and was like, I'm getting big Dead Space vibes out of this. And that's fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then it's like, yeah, the, the main. I felt like such an idiot in retrospect because it's like, oh, of course. <laughs> Well, it's, but. <laughs> it's, it's like the, the, the I think it was like the main guy, the main two guys that did Dead Space. They left to form the the, the team that made modern uh, Call of Duty games, do you, Advanced Warfare. Do you want me to Google this right now or no? I, I, oh, I, where's this going? They well, it's like I think that they left because I, I didn't like Dead Space 2. Yeah. Uh, Dead Space 2 was just uncharted, well, except Derek gory. Famously, um, does not like the second installment of almost any series. That's not true. As much as the first. That's not true. No, this is true. No. Name any series where you like the second one better than the first one. Mega Man 2 and Splatterhouse 2 are my some of my favorite games of all time. I thought you liked Mega Man 1 better. No. And you like 3 the best for Mega Man. No, Mega Man's, Mega Man's 2 and 3 are like tied for me. I can't, I, I can't. <laughs> 
I've spent my life thinking about which one I like more than the other. And I just decided like, no. Okay, name a game you didn't play when you were f- literally five years old that <laughs> is a sequel. I like Resident Evil 2. Yeah. Do you like Resident Evil 2 better than Resident Evil 1? I think I, I, I think I do like Resident Evil 1 more just for nostalgia. Yeah. I think I just really liked... That game has meant a lot to me. Mm-hmm. That was such a scary game when I first played it. Um, Silent Hill one, I know you tend to like better than the second. But Silent one. Hill two is great. Silent Hill I, two is in a class of its own, in my opinion. Well, all right. What's anyway? Anyway, this is the thing I've I noticed with you. I think I need. I need to. Yeah. Okay. I need to talk about. <laughs> I, I needed. Well, all right. Let's talk about Dead Space two for a second. Okay. Uh, for Pi in the chat, who like is yeah. So. Thing that I, all right, Dead Space, Dead Space One has such a cool story and a universe that goes on. They introduce so many cool things. Dead Space Two does practically nothing with it, moving that forward. Do you think Dead Space um, Two makes the story like smaller? In a kind way, kind of. I, I I didn't mind. I didn't mind Isaac talking. I thought they actually handled that really well, making him not a silent protagonist anymore. Um, I just right, really what it is is like it was uh there was no exploration. You're constantly moving forward. Uh I really liked the few You felt moments. like it was more linear. Yeah, I thought it was way more linear. The action was good and you know it was gory and stuff, but it's just it was just so loud and bombastic and I don't know, it just felt like it really didn't do anything with there was too many times where I'd walk through a door and then would just lock behind me. It's like, okay, well you're done with that. That's done. Uh I thought the the, the scene where you go there's a scene where you go to an orphanage and you see that there are like babies that blow up and kill their moms. It's like a really, it just, it just felt so felt trying so hard. Well, here's the thing. And the, just, the thing I remember most about that era is not the game itself because I, I didn't actually play dead space until many years later. Mm-hmm. I just remember watching adult swim and cartoon network and seeing the commercial. Oh. Your mom hates dead space too. Like ad nausea, <laughs> yeah. which is still, to this day the most the worst and most hilarious ad campaign i've ever heard of yeah and it i think it does kind of tiptoe more and more into that edgelord edgelordiness but i played both these games so like right before dead space 3 came out so i I for the first time yeah okay so you're kind of late to the party i was super late at the party actually um and uh i did finish dead space 2 but like at the end of the game the regenerator guy shows up out of nowhere uh, and chases you through a hallway, and it's like, okay, just keep hitting with stasis and make him freeze and run. I thought the fight at the very end, which takes place inside Isaac's brain, was really, really cool. And then the the game literally ends on a throwback to the, the first game. It ends on a joke. The game ends on like oh, a... Oh, yeah. Wah, wah. It's just... Because, well, the ending to the first game is a little cheap. It's not, yeah. I mean, it, I think it is very cool thematically what they're doing with Nicole. And I was dumb enough. <laughs> I think I was too scared by everything else because that game terrified me. Yeah. That I didn't really get what was happening. I was a little bit distracted. So even though it is super obvious when you watch other people, for, you know, it is super obvious what the twist is. Yeah. But at the time, I, I didn't quite, I wasn't quite seeing it, probably because I was too busy being terrified by all the baby smashing I had to do. Mm-hmm. But and all, oh god the all the um, comets or asteroids all the asteroid up. sections were terrible in Dead Space One and I will say Dead Space Two like 
feels and it's for for as well as Dead Space One ages. Dead Space Two, like the movement and the shooting, uh, is way tighter and better. But I just felt like there was no exploration. I just felt like there was no really like trying to conserve your ammo and trying to, you know, really think smartly about your upgrade notes and stuff like that. A lot of that, like, I I re- don't recall having any kind of John McClane moments, which are that those are those are my favorite in the survival horror game when it's like, OK, I got I got two herbs and I got three shotgun shells and I got 10 handgun bullets and I have to get through this like army. I get through this gigantic room and you just got to somehow get through it. Is Dead Space maybe the best action? Because I would consider it more of an action horror game than a yeah, survival horror. Is I, I, it maybe the best action horror game of all time? That's still Resident Evil 4. I don't feel like Resident Evil 4 is like a horror. Like, sure, it has that horror aesthetic at mm-hmm. the same time, but it's not like, it's not capital H horror. Dead Space 1 is the sequel to Resident Evil 4 that we didn't get with Evil Within and uh, Resident <laughs> Evil 5. No, I feel like it's an entirely different vibe. It is. It is. But I feel like all three of those games are absolutely trying to take Resident Evil 4 and do their own thing with it. And it's funny because Resident Evil 5 is Capcom and Evil Within was Shinji Mikami. Uh, but when they split, I, clearly those two peop- those two parties are not good on their own. I, I also think how about Evil Within 2 is better than Evil Within 1. I feel like that, Grace. There's an example. That is an example, yeah. Bam. Of a sequel you, you like better what? than the also, original. Also, like... And it happens to be one that many people disagree with you. And I would say I <laughs> And like, also I I in the most loving way possible, those people are crazy. I, <laughs> but we love we appreciate you know every time you. every every time <laughs> Evil Within shows up, I feel like the conversation has shifted more and more. I think as as we got further and further from the release of Evil Within 2, more people played the first. I, I think the more hmm. Maybe people are coming around on that. Yeah. I, I mean, so those games were not, they were successful, but not crazy successful. No. I The the amount of people who actually played those games and care about them is, it's a pretty small pool that we're, we're you know pulling what? from. As much as I would have loved to, I, I want to see a Dead Space 4 and we have a Dead Space remake, which is fine. I'll take that or this, uh, this other game too. I, I do think that if the world never sees an Evil Within 3, it'll be a shame because uh, what, the Evil Within One and the people that defend it, I understand where they're coming from because the story that it that is there is interesting. Yeah, I think it is incredibly poorly told. Sure. And Evil Within Two does such a good job to clean that shit up and push it in great directions, <laughs> and it leaves like two or three. Like there's like two two characters at least, technically three characters, uh, that we don't know what happened to. Straight up, yeah. they're like they're just like. What's up with these guys? Okay, this is probably the fastest we've gotten derailed from a dead sp- from one thing to evil with it. Yeah. <laughs> or Resident Evil. Back but if we so sorry to interrupt you, but back to Dead Space. <laughs> well basically all I have to say about Dead Space is uh, you know, I loved all four of those games. If y'all were sleeping on the Wii shooter, yeah, y'all shouldn't be. I'm still um, trying to play the iPhone game that came oh, out. Do, oh, yeah. So in the beginning is of that, that's not Extraction. I don't remember what no, it's it, called. Extra- extraction was the Wii one. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And Extraction was great. Yeah. Um, so it, the guy at the very beginning of Dead Space 2, um, who has an untimely demise at the very start of Dead Space 2, which is a very high moment for that game, by the way. That, that moment is terrifying and amazing where the guy just fucking just body horror transforms in front of you. It's great. Uh, he's the main character of, of like the, the, the 
of of that mobile game. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it like kind of it does bridge the gap between the two. Very good things about it. Yeah, it's so, like that one and the Bioshock mobile game. I get. I, I get, get mentioned a lot in our yeah. comment section. Well, just to be also people to see like Bioshock came out like on Java. People like, why? Your head, your head just goes <laughs> <I know>. fucking. <laughs> How? Why? Like, yeah. Tell Drew, me more. Drew Scanlon blinking hello. <laughs> I, I guess like for Dead Space remake, one thing I'm really curious about is, is it going to be more of a straight remake, which would be fine? Or could they do something similar to what? Capcom has achieved with like Resident Evil 2 remake or what Oh, it's got to be that. Final Fantasy 7, like Square's done with Final Fantasy 7. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they have like a, a Nomura, you know, back pulling levers at the back of um whatever this Dead Space Yeah, I, uh, I guess is. I don't know. I mean, if you were going to do had, that though. You had the unitology and the markers and the the planet crackers. Uh There's a lot of I mean, how would you remake the story? Like how would you retell it? To keep it fresh, but still kind of keep the spirit of it. Mm-hmm. I don't, and I don't know. It's hard to say because I feel like Dead Space Two just didn't push the story forward anymore. It and was, we're we're just talking about the Dead Space One remake. Yeah, and I, I guess like yeah, with Unitology and the planet cracking and the and the markers and kind of like the bigger thing with all the the the, the xenomorph not xenomorphs uh, necromorphs. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention like. All the like, gravity stuff you can do and uh, twisting your 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 weapons around and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, but with the story, I don't know. Just like the idea of you're just an engineer, you're not a soldier. Yeah, I right? mean that's a fun alien style. Well, really, here's what I think thing. you do is mm-hmm. you go full open world like uh, Evil Within Two was, and that was my, uh, one huge beef I had with Dead Space Two. There were no like forks. There was no my favorite level in Dead Space One is I think it's like the uh the, the like the farm food area where you basically have to there's like you go to there's a boss room, but you can't open the boss room because you gotta go and like destroy a bunch of like uh you know uh, evil poison generators. Yeah, sure. And it's like, all right, well there's like three paths to go. Pick one and then go each one. And these are like kind of three little mini dungeons. Little open worlds like that. I mean, that's what I would want to see in a Dead Space sequel is mm-hmm. like, yeah, the the you know, bring bring the carnage, bring the action, bring all the spookiness. But like, I if Dead Space Three was just jetting around and exploring, uh, like deserted spaceships, dude, awesome, love that, love it. Yeah, I'd be I'd be hundred percent down with just kind of making a Metroid style, uh, situation with it. That's what I would want. Um, and then you can tell the same story again. I, I feel I, like you can't do the Nicole twist. Or, I feel like you would have to pull the Nicole twist earlier or somehow. lean harder into it. Like I, there's, uh, you know, the original pitch for Dead Space Three was sort of like um, a uh, like split personality meets the thing where like it's like I uh, we're all on trapped on the spaceship. Everyone keeps dying, and turns out because Isaac is going crazy and he's killing people. It's just, he's all he's it's oh all, that's really fun yeah and, it, so, and that that could be a fun way to do like two player somehow because yeah. that was the other thing about dead space through so it was supposed to be two player but it ended up that you had everyone it was the most annoying two player ever it, was the most it wasn't local horned. it wasn't local which yeah. is very upsetting and also there's like this this guy that's kind of mean to isaac would just literally be like hey what's up isaac well i guess we'll go check out this derelict ship because there's like ships you could yeah. only do hey, if you were hey isaac hey isaac Say hi to your mother for me. All right, let's go check out this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like just the, whole, the worst. Shit. 
Uh, all right. I didn't want to market to mental illness, though. <sighs> that's true. And that's probably a good call. But just when you think about like a fun little bottle of a story. Well, I think know? it would work even without the mental illness aspect because it is really well established in that game that the it's aliens the mark yeah the aliens make you crazy or whatever so we know that's something that i guess we've seen in that franchise kind of in the sense that like itchy wait i'm gonna say it wrong itchy scratchy itchy tasty (laughs) itchy tasty yeah (laughs) you know the itchy scratchification of (laughs) several characters in that game like we've seen that but it would be kind of cool to experience it first person i don't know yeah but anyway dead space yeah, Death Space. Thumbs up, I guess. Uh, and you know, and more Resident Evil. I'm glad that more Resident Evil. RE4 is cool, but more RE8 DLC. And I'm looking forward to playing through Resident Evil 7 again on uh, on like 4K yeah. and stuff. I mean, with the Dead Space remake, ultimately, assuming that nothing, if they change nothing except make the asteroid sections better. Yeah. That's enough. Yeah. Really. That would, I honestly, I would get that because <laughs> we played through it recently and those asteroids, I... They fucking suck. I dude. basically had to do that thing where I just give it to you and I'm like, can you do it for me, please? I would have gotten the <laughs> platinum. I would have uh, prestiged that or platinumed it. Um, But I think those were the, oh, there's like two or three achievements tied to the two different asteroid sections and I could not do them. There's another one where I think you have to get like 100 points in like the, the zero G basketball and I wasn't doing that shit either. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> That that section's. I but mean, it's fun. That's optional. That it's there. It's just yeah. It's a fun optional thing. It's not a like you have to do this boss fight and you have to do this. I completely uh, forgot it existed, and it is really a fun way to show off the little physics that they made for that game, which I I adore. But it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's hard. It's so yeah. hard. All right. Um. D rock. Make your body. D rock. make your body rock. We have. Some yeah, we got some questions. questions. Oh, some, some really I have a questions. question for you. Okay. Is Resident Evil 8 coming to VR? Is that, or VR 2, is that enough for you to buy into <sighs> VR finally? It's going to be a PS5 exclusive. Um, And also, I read that Resident Evil 7 is not going to be PS VR 2 uh, exclusive. So if you want to play. So it will be on Oculus. You want, no, it's, I think it's, I think it's. Sony, exclu- I think they're both Sony exclusive. Oh, it but- won't be backwards compatible. Yes. Okay. Um, oh, that's lame. Actually, I played Resident Evil Seven VR on a friend's uh, 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 unit a long ass time ago, and it was neat. It didn't look great. Uh, it- I I got a little sick playing it. It didn't. I mean, Resident Evil Four VR definitely was a lot better in oh, terms of that yes. for me. The, the Resident Evil 7 VR versus Resident Evil 4 VR. And granted, there was like four years between the two. Um, night and day. Mm-hmm. Like Resident Evil 7 VR is like, oh, this is kind of neat. But like, I, I, I was not essential. <laughs> Resident Evil 8 VR, from the trailers, it looks like it is doing it in the same style as Resident Evil 4. Which it, is, but I, it is being made by Capcom. Yeah, though. without having that armature tech, man, I I. But then again, Armistice had to rebuild the game completely, uh, an old game completely, whereas this is a... Sorry for that cl- gross sound. Yeah. Uh, this is, <laughs> that, was my, that was my water bottle. some water. Sorry. Uh, this is like, you know, the new Resident Evil team with the new Capcom tech making a new VR game. Uh, it, it could be good. Mm-hmm. I do believe... I thought I saw in the trailer 
for Resident Evil 8 VR, uh, somebody like throwing a gun from one hand and catching it in the other, which is like the bare minimum from Resident Evil 4 VR. You got to do that. The ability to throw your guns around and catch them and do all kinds of crazy shit. That was awesome. Um, I don't know if I will get a... I, I don't want to get a PS5 just for that. And then also whatever uh, uh, what a PSVR 2 is going to cost. Okay, here's the thing. Bloodborne remake finally gets announced. It won't be. However, it's a PSVR 2 exclusive. <laughs> Oh my god, that's like Prey 2 came out, but only on the Zebo. <laughs> would, that, would that be the thing? Honestly, oh my god. The chat, for me, that would be enough. What are you doing to this poor chat? <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Bloodborne 2. I, I, I platinum Bloodborne just like nine months ago. That game's great. I would play it again. But uh, honestly, in VR, all right, dude, Bloodborne is... <laughs> Okay, I, I think I think like... You know as, how ama- like amazingly terrible the camera is for every single... I want to say Elden Ring game. Souls but games. Souls <laughs> yeah, game, Elden whatever. Ring games, fair, yeah. But the, every dude, single game that company has made, the camera is it's not passing great. grade. Like a C, a C level grade. I think that you, you know, that game was took you Put it in VR. That game's seven years old now. Like I think Bloodborne, like from an artistic standpoint though, is still fucking gorgeous. And I would absolutely love to play that game in VR, get up close to like, all the yeah can we just have a vr stuff. walking sim for bloodborne yeah, that, that would be awesome that's all I would, yeah but like it ooh. would be cool to be able to play that game in like 4k at you know eight hundred thousand frames a second um but if i could just walk around and look at shit imagine having to fight murgo's wet nurse and she's like warping and teleporting everywhere and you're just like oh hopping around dude that'd be so <laughs> terrifying it would be that'd it would be, be so, that 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 fight's already kind of scary as it is because she can like difficult she like yo kill the lights and then like clone herself so you're like three or four of these things are slashing like you know like a car wash at you um oh man oh so it's only in vr and also it has 24 frames per second <laughs> <laughs> is it the, oh it's the Cat. pal it's the pal version <laughs> yeah, it, yeah um uh, let's get some questions grace okay all right <laughs> oh this is a fun one from sadness oh the return. Uh, if you were to open a wing of a museum or specifically a wing in a video game museum and fill it with stop skeletons from fighting style objects and factoids <laughs> what would the wing be called how would it look slash function oh it would take a lot of TVs. It would take a lot of power um, because I, it would need to be interactive. Mm-hmm. When I was growing up, there was a place called the Imaginarium. It was an anchorage and it was a place where you could just go and it was like a bunch of science stuff. They had a thing where you could walk in uh, and there's like bubble, bubble stuff all around you and you grabbed a rope and you pulled it up and then a Big hula hoop went all around you and made a bubble all around you. Mm-hmm. You know, fun stuff like that. Um, God, I, I love I love a good kids museum. I would so it would need to be that. Um, so would, bubble, okay, bubbles. First but, of all, well, no, <laughs> for, for first of all, it's like we need to get <laughs> we need Game Boy Advance Doom four player on four game cubes. Yeah, um, we need to have you know Soul Calibur Dreamcast two fishing rods. We need to have. Uh, Resident Evil 4 chainsaws all over the place. Um, E-reader games to guys swipe each one to play, you know. Uh, like, I want ridiculous shit. And of course, of course, if I got this, if we got this kind of clout, I'm getting on the phone with Japan and I'm requesting the Death Saturn. 
we have to have the death crimson <laughs> wing in death, the yeah we're gonna get a sculptor that guy that artist to make her very own death mm-hmm. crimson gun i think i would want to call it uncle Derek's video game hall of the weird ambitious and unnecessary yeah yeah something like that i think that'd be really cute yeah and yeah it definitely would need to be interactive we could have those uh like N64 mouse tournaments and yeah. all, all kinds of stuff like that. I think it'd be really awesome. Honestly, it's like stuff that like when I think about doing cons again, which again, I'm not really sure if, if I want to do quite yet. I don't want to do a panel. I don't want to do a PowerPoint. Pre- if I could just bring a bunch of dumb crap for an hour, <laughs> just do stupid tournament stuff. That's what I would rather do. Oh, yeah. So honestly, like museum wing, nothing. I just want to bring that show on the road. <laughs> well, we're still trying to get up with uh, some guy who can help us do a 16 player game of baseball. Yeah, that's all. Oh, there you go. We <laughs> finally to hook that up. If yeah, if I had like the resources and, you know, curation power, I would try and actually see if we can't get that done right. Yeah, because last last we checked on the baseball 2000 16 player Game Boy original Game Boy uh, uh, setup. It, 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 it had not been done. And I believe uh, the guy we spoke to said that he'd gone up to like nine or, or, or 11, maybe nine or 12, something like that. Not quite fi- a, a, an impressive amount, but near as we can tell the full 16 player baseball 2000 on the original Game Boy has never been done. I would assume and that it, like it needs to be. Done. I would assume that maybe at the what bullet point software, whatever the, uh, the people that made that game, um, you look they, at me they, like I remember. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I would I would assume that in their offices they had, you know, 16-player ragers on Friday nights, you know. You'd hope. All right, so this is a question from James. Have you ever played any of the PlayStation 2 era games that use voice control? Games like Lifeline exclusively had the player controlling a character with voice commands. It was a... Uh, apparently it was very janky, which I believe. Yep. Others yeah. like SOCOM had minor voice commands from teammates. Um, no, I never specifically on the PlayStation 2. No, like we I mean, we have played the mini games from Karaoke Revolution where you can play volleyball and oh <laughs> other things. Those are yeah. fantastically terrible. Um, I guess I've played a bit of <laughs> like Game Boy specific. I mean, not Game Boy. Shoot. Um, game box. Game box. It's the game box. The GameCube. GameCube. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, what's that? I played the game game box. What's that? Odama. Yes, Odama. I played Odama with the Donkey Kong bongos Mm. before. And like, I but for oh, people are saying End War also uses uh voice commands for RTS, but I believe that was a I think End War was a 360 game, but yeah, that's another one. I I have never played Lifeline. I worked at a game stop in the summer of 2000. No, at a game shop, sorry, at a microplay mm-hmm. in 2004. Um, and I, re- I recall seeing Lifeline and my friend was like, yeah, you just it's like pay you Pikachu, but you're like telling a, <laughs> telling a girl to do espionage. I was like, what? There's also this game for the Dreamcast. It doesn't use um, the, the, uh, the microphone, but I think it's called Spy something. But it is it's a spy espionage style game. But you are the guy in the van 
with all the cameras telling you people what to go oh, and what to do. That's fun. Yeah. That's a really cool concept, actually. But I, I honestly, like, on I, I think a Lifeline and SOCOM. Seaman. I, I didn't know that SOCOM had commands. I just thought SOCOM just had straight up just had, like, party chat. It was online. You could chat in real time with your with Yeah, your that's, that's a new thing for me to think about as well. Oh. Well, we did while we were in Alaska. My, you know, because, like I mentioned, my parents are trying to move out of Alaska. So we took a actually sold a bunch of their video Dude, games. they were like take our take our games we don't want them please make them make them disappear and I was like, you so we um rescued a few i toy games from yeah. from them my mom was so into like i toy and uh dance dance revolution yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that again a couple of years ago your my mom, mom is bought, a fantastic your mom dancer. bought just dance 2021 20, or whatever yeah. and uh whatever just, the whatever the most recent one for the switch was and uh, all, three, all three of you girls dominated, destroyed just you. wrecked us. Yeah, it was great. Me and your dad watching, like your mom just wrecked all three <laughs> of her daughters. Um, She's so good. Th- that's a game I should hunt down because I imagine that because you need to have, you know, uh, uh, the microphone for it is probably pretty cheap. And that's just that's just like my that's my shit right there. That's that's that, the, the game Lifeline. Lifeline, where you're, yeah. You're, you're yelling at a lady to to fight. I really like that. I mean, we're also it's the video that I most want to happen this year, even though it's we haven't quite found the place for it in our production schedule. But I really want to make a video about the early X like motion controlled Xbox games pre Connect. Yeah, the dumb with the camera, the weird control. <laughs> I know we've talked about it on the podcast before, but that. We actually got a bunch of footage for for it for some reason. Oh, because of the oh, Connect video. Duh. No, 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 no. <laughs> it was um, it was a throwaway gag at the beginning of the Blaster Master Overdrive video. But we ended up re, we, we ended, ended up, up re- cutting. We ended up yeah, cutting and completely redoing that um uh the intro to that video because it was just kind of long and it was because of the first episode of of of, of uh. Oh, because a lot of those games because of the games that were camera controlled are delisted or no, they're like they're still not. there. They're not like, the opposite totem, of delisted. Totem something or other. <laughs> uh huh. It's still a. Free is it like Totem Ball? Totem Ball. That's what it is. Yeah. It's yeah with with the with the Xbox Vision camera. <laughs> it is a free download that is still fucking there, and you can play this game that like maps where your hands are in the camera, and that's like control like you know left and right, like you're kind of like you know. It worked really well. No. Oh, well, no. it, it worked. It worked and it was Question charming mark. and it was like this 2005 <laughs> Xbox Live game that's still there. Yeah. And Zuma's Revenge, I think. Did that work? Classic digital download game, <laughs> Zuma's Revenge. Like the the pop the pop cap game? Yeah. Did it work with that camera? I thought it did. I remember us playing it. Not with the camera. Though we might have just been playing it because it was on our mind for the Zebo videos. So yeah, I no, I think it was. I think it was on Game Pass, and it was like three megs. I was like, oh fuck yeah, I'll play some Zuma. <laughs> Speaking of Zuma. Game Pass, I just played the most terrible early platformer I've ever played in my entire life called Pac Man. Nope, it was pa- Pack in Time. Pack in Time, which I never. I don't think I'd ever heard of. It's like a weird Super Nintendo game in the in the Pac Man universe. Is that what I want to say? Wait, what was it? It's like part of that like free Pac Man. Yeah, it, Pac-Man Museum. Yeah, Pac-Man Museum Plus, which I downloaded on Game Pass while I was downloading Shredder's Revenge earlier. It's just this like kind that of so bad. the aesthetic of the game is really adorable. But I was watching Grace play Pack in Time, and I was like, "All right, I know Grace is like, I'm not, I'm not the most. Listen, coordinated. she gotta get good. All right, 
She needs to stop being a scrub. I, I have a rule where However, any game I play, I play the first level and then I immediately delete my save and replay the first level because I yeah. it just takes me a bit longer to understand mechanics. However, however, watching you play this game, I was like, no, nah, I think this is some garbage right here. This is like some actual trash. Just the floatiest. Your, your little Pac-Man ball is so floaty, kind of moves like Sonic, but also not. And then on top of that, you have a weird like rope that you can shoot up and you have to swing. No, you, to jump, get... you jump through hoops and you get powers. It's crazy. But like the hoops aren't labeled to let you know what powers you get. So you said look in the corner like, OK, I jumped through. hoop. What do I get? Sometimes the hoops take away powers. I mean, it's this is classic strange. stop skeletons from fighting procrastination behavior, but we could be playing an actual good game, Shredder's Revenge, tonight, but instead we're going to be playing Pack and Time. <laughs> no, I ain't. No, no, you are. Oh, okay. Because I was watching it and I was like, why are you being so bad? And I was like, no, this is probably the, is this, this is the game. Grace is not this bad at platformers. It also has, um, this, it's also charmingly like, oh, this is back when, <laughs> nope, we, we thought platformers were the hot shit and no one quite knew how to make platformers yet. I mean, Namco needed a, a mascot, I guess. I mean, Pac-Man was their mascot. I mean, so. they're, they're, before the PlayStation came out, Namco was in, was in rough shape. Yeah. When Tekken and Ridge Racer came out, they were back on top. They, they did all right. But the early 90s were not so, not so good for Namco. All right. I love this game from this question from Chef Matic. You get your choice of one of two things removed from the history of Sonic in the sense <laughs> that we would live in a world where it never exists. Do you pick to erase either Sonic 06 or Big the Cat? And for me, this is easy. I would Sonic I would 06. nuke Big the Cat. I no, I'm no not No question. I'm not taking away <laughs> I'm not taking away a paycheck from John St. John. He's got kids to feed. Here's but Derek, here's the thing. Big the Cat is a promise that was never lived up to. What do you mean? Like we was, have, he, was he in other games? I don't not really. Like you can't play him. I mean, you can kind of play him in the first one. Yeah, no, he's like he, he, no in the first Sonic Adventure. He's a fucking fishing mini game. Yeah, but that's it. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's like I think I think we were ultimately robbed of the joy that could have been a Big the Cat movie, a Big the Cat <laughs> video. Here's game, the thing: a Big Here's the, the th Cat in VR, and I think that our we will have less pain as a whole if we. Just erase big. These the these were equal. We deserve Sonic 06. These were equal. Red we deserved it. These equal red flags. Both of these are red flags that, yo, it's not good. That's, stay away from the oven, kids. It's 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 hot. You're going to it's both of them should have been like, walk away. There, there big is the cat in Sonic 06 was, was when Sonic fans should have been like, I'm out. I'm done. I'm playing Rayman. I'm all I'm off this. OK. <laughs> OK, Ray, Ray, Rayman. Let's not get crazy. I don't know. So Sonic 06 is like, I guess we've talked a lot about remakes in this episode. That That is kind of one of the ultimate. It's called it's called remake. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> the game is called Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> oh, he was playable in Adventures 2 and Heroes. Yeah. So All he's. Right. That's right. So he's not playable in the first one. OK, so I wasn't he, no, crazy. I, I thought he was playable in the first one. He's he's like, oh, wait. I thought to get the best ending in Sonic Advance, or sorry, Sonic Adventure. Wonder what the best ending is? To like, not play it. <laughs> facts. Close the book. Yeah. End it. But yeah, I thought you had to play through all of them, all the characters. It's like Sonic, Tails, uh, Amy, 
uh, big and knuckles i think mm-hmm. uh they all have their separate games and you gotta play through all of them to get all the five i don't know whatever chaos balls yeah <laughs> i love <laughs> the chow's balls i love big the cat and that's why i think he's got to go because there's a universe where big the cat got his just desserts but right now he's just kind of existing in a ball of misery here's the question here's the, the here's it makes the world a better place. Is Big the Cat really the worst? Uh, that the song, in terms of characters in this universe, is Big the Cat really the worst one? Out of all this, all all the met, the, the crazy metaverse of Sonic, is he really actually the the, the, the worst? I think the worst one? character is probably the little girl that Sonic makes out with. <laughs> Oh, the the princess <laughs> or the lady. adult woman? But I'm not sure. There's also I'm like kind of unclear on there's that. Shadow, and then there's also Silver. I love Shadow. And Shadow's spoilers is going to be in the Sonic the Hedgehog three movie. <laughs> Metal Sonic. Um, big. I think big, big the Cat is good ultimately, mm-hmm. but we have to have Sonic 06 to get to Sonic Mania. If, you if know, you, and that's, I'm just saying that's why I'm just saying I think we keep Sonic 06. You can kill 007, but 008 is waiting to take his place, right? Okay. You can get rid of Big the Cat and the universe is going to remain the same because there's some other garbage character they're going to throw out there instead. What if we get like a lady Big the Cat instead? There we go. To big fill the, the universe. Yeah, big ladies. <laughs> All right. Wait, what was oh God? What was that called a few years ago where everyone was like, but Bowsette, we get Big yeah. I'm okay oh, yeah. with that. Remember Let's have hot, a big et. Remember the hot minute where there was egg at? Where there was like some <laughs> there was like some boss where Dr. Robotnik was upside down, but if you kind of like crossed your eyes a little bit, it looked like there was like a little like his little like niece. Like, oh little, yeah, that and was it just cute. looked like it was it was yeah it was it was Eggman but like upside down. It was it, basically it, it like Tron Bond. Yeah. Let's put Tron Bond in this. It game. wasn't quite Bowsette levels of it was really big for like a week. Mm-hmm. Whereas Bowsette was like a fucking yearly it was like that was a moment <laughs> uh, but Egget was cute there we go but that's when now we're, now we're improving the series <laughs> um I mean how else can you improve the series they always they already did the thing where they let you put your sonic sona into the game and everybody hated it or oh, everyone was kind of mad on it uh, I, 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 that was True I colors. Can, I, think. I can never get the temperature. I I can never get the temperature <laughs> yeah, on a Sonic game. Yeah, I don't. I, I still thought that like even on for the Sonic movie, both of us are like, yeah, sure, yeah, <laughs> like that, and that's about our our level of Man, I, I read the room wrong because I looked at the the Sonic Frontiers trailer. and I was like, this looks kind of neat. I don't know, like doing Sonic stuff in a big open world like this. I don't yeah. know, kind of fun. And I guess like everyone's like, no, we decide we don't like it. It's like, okay, all right, never mind. Really? Because it, it looks fine. I, I guess like from that Sonic Frontiers trailer, I, I just thought that the world design, like the like Sonic looked good, but I felt like he didn't quite match his surroundings. Well, that's kind of... I, I mean, that's what Sonic is like, I guess. He's always clashed a bit, I thought. Um, it's, How else is he going to make out with hot ladies? Hell yeah. <laughs> Full human um, my, with five... My deviant art page. I got to read it for you. Five fingers and toes. Ladies. Yeah. Hell yeah. Smooching. <laughs> Making babies. Uh, the world does look a bit generic, and that's, you know. Yeah, I guess I was more like, oh, it's I, a little disappointing, I would, I would climb, like, you know, Saints Row 4 towers with sonic powers. That I would fun. climb Big the Cat. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I let him climb me. <laughs> but then I guess trailers came out and people were picking it apart. And I mean, that, yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, I really I mean, I just made it. I was like, yeah, it looks neat. I'm probably not going to buy it or ever play it. It looks neat. And that was my was all I added to the conversation. So mm-hmm. <laughs> my opinion is OK. Yeah, it'll be good for the economy. Yeah. Um. And I think oh, one, one more. We got to head out. One more. Man. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Um, this is from Picklets. How is therapy going? From my from your experience, is therapy only for those that need it? Or do you think it can benefit people who self-assess as being emotionally, mentally stable? I uh, think everyone hmm. can benefit from therapy. And really, therapy, I think you should view it just as a tool to help you um, get through a life challenge. Because no matter who you are, even if you are a stable person, quote unquote, that first of all, that's a term relative to others. And so it's, you know, maybe people always have like little hangups and traumas. That's just part of life. But also at the same time, I think everyone goes through a time in their life where they're going to struggle more. Like, um, I don't know if they have to move somewhere, if Mm -hmm. they have to change their job going through a breakup or the start of a new relationship, death death of a loved one, a global catastrophe, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone needs therapy All after All those things that. happening while global catastrophe is happening. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I think anyone could benefit from therapy. One caution I would have is um, sometimes it is hard to find a therapist that meshes with you. Yes. And that that is something that is pretty difficult and something I have a lot of sympathy for, especially if, you know, with the way health insurance works, it is really tough to find someone. I would recommend using psychology today as a resource for finding a therapist. They have a good search option, but that's not really the question. How, how is therapy going, Derek? Um, it's going well. I I, want to actually kind of piggyback on what you're saying a bit. Uh, you have a little more like uh, you, you have you have more to say about it than I do, but I I, I think that one thing I've learned um by going through my twenties not having any kind of therapy or medication is uh I think we all deep down know that like yeah there's some stuff that's kind of like you know not wrong with us but like yeah it's sort of like you know there's some chores to do some cleaning up to be happening right? there's some stuff inside of you that's like yeah you know I wish I was a little better at that. Uh, mentally, you know, it's similar to like, I wish there, I was, I wish this muscle in my body was stronger that, but for mental, for for your know, mental health. Right. Um, and I think that there's a like, ah, what doesn't kill me makes me stronger. I'll get over it. And I, I, I learned through my twenties, like, no, that shit just kind of stays with you. Uh, you don't get over it. You, 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 you know, uh, everyone's got their, the hand they are dealt and that's not just going to go and fix itself magically. Um, either through, uh, uh, your location, uh, your financial situation, some stuff is just there and you got to you got to take care of it. Uh, one way that I feel like you can, I, I feel able to kind of get implant the idea of therapy to some friends is, uh, uh, you know, yes, some people have had legitimate trauma um, that like has physically changed the way their brains work. Like tra- traumatic situations do physically change the channels in your brain. Like actually. Um, uh, and, you know, they need, very professional help and yeah. again like but, what if bigs the cat was suddenly ripped out of existence what if bigs the cat was real <laughs> and then and we'd all need to be like holy shit yeah um 
and those people again, you know, uh, uh, bearing their financial situation or their uh, insurance situation, that they can find somebody who can really get them the help. Uh, absolutely, I think that there is the idea that like those are the only people that need therapy. And the uh, the thing that I told people, it's like a therapist is a professional stranger. The job of, of a of a of a therapist is. They are a third party that does not know your family, does not know your friends, does not know your work situation or whatever you're going to be talking about. Um, they, uh, uh, they are they go to school and they study and they learn to listen to traumatic stuff and leave it there and not let it affect them. Sure, having friends and family to, uh, you know, have a shoulder to cry on um, mm-hmm. is, is nice. But like, yeah, you know, their empathy comes at a cost. It can, yeah. it can really wear them down. Um, and sure, you feel better at the end, but they need to kind of be able to then, uh, uh, you know, get a little of that, you splash a little bit onto them, right? Mm-hmm. And that can weigh them down. Uh, a therapist is a professional that knows how to uh, kind of not let it affect them. They can listen to your stories and they do that all day and they don't let it affect them or they have their, you know, their community and their means to um, uh, not let it affect them. Yeah. To keep it professional. Matter of fact, my therapist, uh, when we we first met her, what? Well, sorry, when I first met her, and we were kind of working through our, our, you know, the legality of this, and you know, client privacy. But if you say this, I might have to tell a judge and court, you know, kind of thing like that. And she's like, if you see me in public, um, do not talk to me. Do not maybe wave and say hi. Sure, we are friends, but uh, we're not friends. Friends. You know, I'm I'm not on the clock. I don't want to see you in public. I want to think about you in public, and that's told that that's the boundary she had to set up, and I think it's very fair. Um, so, uh, mm-hmm. for me, uh, I did think- you did you guys set up a boundary for if you saw Biggs the cat in public? <laughs> and we did not. What and you would know you what? do? I would need. To, uh, well, I'll discuss this. With <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Write that down. Okay. Your yeah. Friday appointment. She's like Biggs the cat's not really can't hurt you. <laughs> Say it with me now. All right, pull, out, pull out the dry erase board. We're gonna write it down. Uh, that's my new mantra. Um, so yeah, that that's I, I I it's it's like going to you know hey you gotta take your car into the shop and get it you know realigned right. You just gotta gotta go and just it's it's good to just uh, uh get a quick refresher. Um, and then also in my experience talking to a therapist, in my experience it's been a lot of me talking and them going hmm. Very small detail. And I go, holy shit, you're right. And, just, they, <laughs> and you know, really good epiphany, aha moments. Um, and then you go, oh, crap, I'm going to think on that for the next month and a half. So uh, I don't know if, if, if you have the ability to, uh, I, I, I mean, I recommend it. Seek. Think of it not as a therapist, but a professional stranger. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Okay. One last, oh, wow. last question. We're going long. Let's do it. We're doing it. Scotty. Mo asks, there will always be burning <laughs> Rangers questions. Should we get a remake or a re-release of that BS game? <laughs> I think they meant to say BR game, but you yeah. know, it's it's fine. <sighs> I'd like one just so I could play it legitimately with having to have to pay more than one month's rent yeah. on it. Is is burning Rangers should we let it lie? Or should we bring it back? That theme song slaps too hard. <laughs> To let it lie. What if we just did like a concert tour? Sure. <laughs> but Burning Rangers, like it's yeah, but also that that game is very standard kind of anime garbage. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh God, it's been a while since I played it. 
for a Saturn game, it certainly looks and, and plays all right. Um, I don't know that it, it's a Sonic team game. I think it's the game they made directly before Sonic Adventure. So there is that prestige there, I suppose. I don't recall it being... Gosh, I forgot it was a Saturn game. So yeah, yeah, it is very it's a late. It's a late Saturn game. So it's a very impressive looking Saturn game. But yeah, like, you know, that's a game. I have the Japanese version because the Japanese version was way, way cheaper than the American version. Makes sense. Um, I don't have a huge memory of that game being amazing. Uh, I recall it being fine. And just if you like Japanese mecha and that type of thing. And people Yo. do like that kind of thing. But I but also I mean I've heard of them. There's oops, they're sorry. out there. There that's there's there's a uh, uh plenty out there for you. Burning Rangers is not the only one. Okay. So we're give it a miss. But also but also but then again, like there's room for more of it. Sure. More of that cool like more mecha mecha yeah. stuff. Bubblegum crisis stuff. There, there was like, spoilers, there was some mecha stuff in the new Sonic movie. Yeah. Spoilers Pantera's walk plays for like <laughs> three three seconds. I was like, what the hell? Why is this song playing in this kid's movie? It was a cool moment. And they cut it off before the, the lyrics start because you kind of have to. But that was that was weird. Yeah. We, but we got it. Yeah. Good for us. Jim Carrey kicks his leg up and starts playing it like a guitar. Then starts playing. And I was like, what is what is going on? <laughs> I'm so glad I have you to be like the metal music explainer in my life. And I'm like still not. I only know so much, too. But, it's you know, like, the thing is, is I will never know that. Yeah. OK. To I, me, yeah. you're the expert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure to a true, a true metal fan, they would. Yeah, I could not go to pub trivia for and, metal and do. You no. Know, yeah. Well, to be fair, pub trivia for anything is outrageously difficult. Like oh, yeah. you think you're good at video game trivia until you go to a video game trivia pub night and yeah. realize how little you know until they like pull out here's a, a random like commodore 64 game and i was like bro that's too old i don't know about that shit get out of here with that <laughs> ain't no one know about that all right well that we got a pretty full episode today thank you so much this has been stop skeletons from podcasting episode 70 man Episode 70. Our next episode is going to be recorded on... I guess July 4th? July 4th? Do we want to do that? We probably shouldn't do July 4th. We probably shouldn't do that. I don't know. I don't know. Do we do... Hmm. Actually, we could make it July 11th and July 25th. Yeah. Okay, we're going to do... We should probably discuss this off the air. (laughs) We probably should and then tell people. Or maybe we'll do 11th and 18th back to back. No, that's that's too crazy. Whoa, they that's can, they, too crazy. They ready for it. I think okay. So our next episode is going to be recorded on July 11th and then put out the yeah, day that. after mm-hmm. on July 12th. We'll be skipping the July 4th holiday, mostly so that we can cuddle with our puppies and comfort them during the scariest time of the year. Yes, yeah. They they super do not like the fireworks. <laughs> they right. really really don't. Yeah, and but. Otherwise, you guys have a fantastic rest of your day, rest of your week. Yeah. We'll see you guys soon. Look out for us on the Patreon, post in our State of the Skeletons. Look for us on Twitter, at Stop Skeletons. YouTube, of course, we're hoping to have our next video uploaded on probably July 7th. Yeah, that's So we got a little bit of time. It'll be on Patreon before that, of course. But um, it is uh, currently being edited, but also... 
uh yeah we had that trip last uh, couple weeks we still have a couple of assets to get to our editors so yeah um it, it, it is moving along got yeah videos are coming all right and actually tomorrow grace and i are going to talk about what video we're going to work on after that so have a great night yeah, get ready uh and yeah stay frosty stay powerful everyone out here you are powerful stay powerful and we'll see you again real soon good night